cliffcentral.com. That also brings us to Brett from Revix. And isn't that awesome stuff, Brett? Yes. Yeah, I mean, great news, right? Uh, I think this has also been driven by that uh, regulation update. So they can finally push this pilot out right. to all their stores. Um, so, yeah, it's very positive. It's As you said, it's it's kind of driven by two things here. It's, it's got the technology now to be a lot cheaper and a lot faster so people can actually use Bitcoin to finally pay for, for groceries. And I think we're seeing them. Yeah, I saw a couple of clips of, of some people using it uh, yesterday, which is, is really exciting and really cool for the industry. Well, I mean, this is just another story in the inevitable um, rise of Bitcoin. And a lot of people have been very down on Bitcoin recently just because of the of the price, right? And and you have to look beyond that. I know it's difficult for some of us because if you have put a whole lot of money into Bitcoin and you're not getting those astronomical returns that we were talking about just a short while ago, it's very easy for you to lose heart. But you, you mustn't forget the big picture. That's what you guys are here to tell us about every week. Yeah, no, exactly that. I mean, look, it has been a bit of a downtime, but I mean, even last week was quite a positive week for for cryptos, right? Around right. around the market, we had you know, Bitcoin up, I think five or six percent. We had Ethereum up over seventeen percent, and mm-hmm. it's it seems like there's been these factors um, in the market now. I remember last week I was on and we spoke about the structural kind of factor, the short squeeze factor, right? But now last this last week that kind of that seemed to disappear, and it seemed to be these actual genuine positive good stories that we see in the market and and you know this adoption coming through as you've seen you know the pick and pay story very positive right. for could you actually seeing a use case for for crypto coming forward you saw you know rishi sunek get elected as uk prime minister uh, i'm not sure what your thoughts are, are, are on him are but um he's very pro crypto and, and wanting to kind of push the mm-hmm. cryptocurrency agenda into the uk um which is a, a hugely positive uh, thing for the market, opening up a completely new market for, for cryptocurrency and, yeah. and as we can see, a use case for it everywhere. Well, also, um, I mean, don't we know and then that again, the, we had a, the, the, yeah. the, the British market is well known in, in, in financial terms. You know, Britain is still very, very powerful as a place that the city of London is a, mm. is a, a real hub um, for the financial sector. It's, it's a place where lots and lots of, of money is housed and where lots and lots of money is played with and traded and for the Prime Minister of Britain to be saying things that are just completely positive in the crypto realm makes a change because usually the governments of the world have been a major obstacle to this stuff. So, yes, that's really exciting. I just I hope yeah. Rishi Sunak lasts because, you know, politics is not as predictable as uh, some of the other stuff. Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's a good move by him, actually. Um to try and maybe bring back some of the money that's obviously inherently left to Brussels uh, mm-hmm. after Brexit. So not a bad shot to try bring them because, I mean, obviously that was UK's biggest kind of helper for their, for their economy is that they were the, the link into Europe, right? Right. And that's kind of diminished since uh, Brexit. So I think bringing this and, and, and making them this currency hub into Europe or this cryptocurrency hub in Europe might might stimulate some further growth into that country. All right. So let's talk about the, 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 the elephant in the room. You guys are always talking about a use case um, that there has to be an application for a cryptocurrency. In other words, it must be like Ethereum is the backbone for so much we hear about in blockchain technology, application development, um, new ideas, verification, all those kinds of things, which seem to me to be 
that seems a very good argument. It's a reason why people should have Ethereum in their portfolio. It also seems to be something which has a massive potential future upside. If people are going to build new things, they'll build it on that technology. That makes sense. But then Dogecoin. Dogecoin is just a meme coin. There isn't a use case for Dogecoin. Why would anyone be buying that? Now, you guys have, you know, you've gone from, like, I remember many of us were mocking this and saying it's stupid right at the beginning to, actually, if you want it, here it is. You've made it available to us. So what's the case there? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it's a good question. And, you know, (laughs) Dogecoin this week's actually led the market, right? Um, And it's kind of all driven by the big news that Elon bought Twitter. Okay. And we kind of know Elon's been this huge proponent of, of cryptocurrencies and specifically Dogecoin. Mm-hmm. He thinks the irony, he kind of likes, I think, the beautiful irony of the fact that, you know, this coin was created, as you said, as a joke, as a meme coin. And how ironic would it be if it became the currency of the world? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of pushed this narrative. <laughs> and as you said, there needs to be a use case, right? And this coin was inherently created as a joke to try to take on Bitcoin and say, hey, we're going we're gonna to take them on and we're going to be the biggest coin ever. And it gained a lot of traction this way, but it actually does have a fundamental use case, um, more so than, than you would think and more so than m- most tokens have, right? I mean, we have a lot of metaverse tokens that are pretty much have no use case with a lot of NFTs that are just an 18-year-old kid's drawing, Um But Dogecoin itself has quite a simple use case, and it's a use case that most cryptocurrencies have been looking for for years. Um, Most cryptocurrencies, in the beginning at least, wanted to be a global digital currency, wanted to be able to be used for payments. Mm -hmm. And they really, really struggled with things called high transaction fees and and slow settlement times. But Dogecoin kind of came along and solved this problem. It has really, really low transaction fees, Mm -hmm. and it has quite quick settlement times. Right. So if you kind of ask how cheap and how fast it is, well, Dogecoin costs about five cents a transaction, and it handles about thirty transactions a second. So, for reference, it costs twenty times less than Bitcoin, and five times faster. And we've just seen Pick and Pay using it as a payment Bitcoin as a payment currency. So, Dogecoin beats it pretty much on all fronts there. So, it's got this functionality, which is pretty effective, and it's got this popularity coming from you know your Elon Musk's of the world. Mm. And Dogecoin, funny enough, became How's this? The most popular medium of exchange for tipping on social media in the world in history that's ever been. So there is a and use, it accounts there, there for is a use, use case yeah? for this. I mean, this, this sounds to me like yeah, it's, it's not just bullshit. No, yeah. So it's, it's used for tipping on social media around the world. It has a greater tipping transaction volume than every other cryptocurrency combined. Phenomenal. So it's being used. <laughs> um, constantly, and so it's not it's not hard to believe that you know now that Elon's taken over Twitter that this could easily become the currency of Twitter by choice because it's already sure. the currency of choice on on things like Reddit, um, and so if that does happen, you kind of see this huge value add and this huge use case for for Dogecoin going forward, and you probably see the price continue to rise if it gets access to millions and millions of users that Twitter has, and you know Elon's kind of trying to he wants to build this. WeChat lookalike, because he says no one right. in the US has it. So it's like an all-encompassing app. And if, if Twitter, I mean, if, if Dogecoin is that backbone, backbone payments um, and tipping rail, you can kind of see a massive use case for this, right? I'm pleased you you 
explain this to us because I, I was down on it, but now I, I think I'm <laughs> more excited than I was before. <laughs> All right. Um, last week, you also spoke about crypto's correlation with tech stocks and how that is breaking down, which I think is interesting because, you know, the two were running in parallel. How did this hold mm. up over the tech earnings last week? Because that obviously would have given you a much deeper insight into whether you were right or wrong. Yeah, so it actually held up pretty well. And quite surprisingly, in a sense that normally when things fall, correlations kind of go to one and they all kind of follow each other. Mm. But we saw tech stocks earnings come out last week, as you said, and a lot of them disappointed. I mean, we saw Metaverse yeah. get absolutely pummeled. We saw Amazon get pummeled. Um, I think Metaverse lost about 31% or so. Mm. Amazon fell about 20%. I mean, these are the big guys. Eh? Um, yeah. They're not meant to be falling that much in a day or two. Um and we saw all the while crypto kind of pretty much seeming seemingly unfazed and actually moving up. So yet again, I think we saw crypto moving away from this belief that it's this tech stock tracker um, and kind of showing everyone its power as a completely alternative return profile revenue stream. And I think this is the most critical part or thing to cryptocurrencies. I think people must kind of forget for just a second, you know, the technicals of what each crypto does. You don't need this MBA in computer science to kind of understand yeah. this. What you do need to do is understand one technical aspect or one fundamental idea is that this asset class is largely uncorrelated to almost any other asset class. And it moves kind of independently of other things. And that's what kind of gives it true value. And many institutional investors are seeing this and understanding this. And the power that that brings to your portfolio, if you have something that moves completely independently, is is huge and it's very powerful. So. That is the true the true value I think we're seeing, and it's continuing and continuing. It's pulling away from these tech stocks, and it's kind of showing itself as this as value add to your portfolio. One last quick thing: um, it's you know we've probably got a, a few more of these updates, but only a few until the end of the year. Is there any kind of predictable historical way that crypto behaves towards the end of the year as trading generally slows down? I mean, we know that. Stock markets become very quiet. Um, we know that people don't invest or divest as much during this time. But what what do you know about the way cryptos behave now that we have at least a few more years to work on? What happens in December? Yeah, so that's an interesting. It's a good question. Um, what we do see over these times mainly is is higher volatility, right? Mm. Because as you said, a lot of there's less people trading every single day. Um, big institutions basically trading every single day because they kind of go on holiday, but you do get a lot of people sitting on their phones on holiday mm. trading away because there's nothing else to do. So you get your, your volatility on these assets seem to spike. I mean, I remember 2017, you had massive run-ups in, into December and then massive crashes into January um, as people go back to work because, you know, you're, you're on your holiday, you're away. There's, there's not much to do but speak about. I mean, I don't know how many times you've been around O'Brien and crypto always seems to come up. That's, that's pretty yeah. much injected um, with adrenaline on, on, a, on a holiday. <laughs> so we do send, tend to see these massive run-ups um, into December and then these kind of cool-off periods into January that, that, that seem to be you know, the kind of stock standard in, in the crypto market at the moment. All right, awesome. Thank you, Brett Hope Robertson. Very good to see you. Revix.com is where you can go. 
You can find out all about their diversified portfolios of the world's top cryptocurrencies. You can buy in if you want to. All you have to do is sign up. Go to Revix.com. It's the smart way to invest in crypto. And if you need to ask any questions, they have a team of brilliant people who will be happy to answer them. So they will guide you. You don't just get left all on your own and hope to find your way. If you, if you need to know what's happening, you can ask all their people. They've got very good, very smart people there. Thank you, Brett. Cool, guys. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.